This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And as I mentioned uh, before the break, uh, Daniel Jeremiah has put out Mock Draft 3.0 a week after the start of trading, uh, start of uh, free agency. So let's go ahead and look what see what DJ has here uh, in his latest mock draft. And uh, well, this is just going to be a first round mock draft. So we'll we'll talk about everything DJ says here, and then we'll give you our pick for the Steelers at 32 as well. Yeah, let's remember to do that. Yeah. So at one, he has Bryce Young, the quarterback from Alabama, who's going to have his pro day. On Thursday, so we'll get a chance to see him go out and throw. We haven't seen that. I would imagine. Would you think he'll run at his pro day? I think he should. I think he better. I think he, yeah. If he wants to be the number one guy at that position, yeah. You know, I think if he goes out and runs a four five forty, I think that helps him a lot or something better than that. That fast. I think he's a four six five four seven guy. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, 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 you know, that's the one knock. Uh, for sure against C.J. Stroud is he just doesn't run enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's something that you need to be able to do in today's NFL. Yeah, yeah, or a willingness to or the ability to, you know. I mean, um, these first two picks, I think, are going to be Stroud, yeah. Young. Stroud, One of the yeah, yeah. They're, they're in whatever order they are. So C.J. Yeah. Stroud, he does have going to the Texans at two. Uh, at three, he has the Cardinals taking Will Anderson – the edge rusher out of Alabama. If they stick, I have to think it's Anderson over Carter just because of the off the field stuff. Yeah. We did our mock draft uh, uh, that dropped uh, last, last night on Steelers.com. And I had the Texans taking, um, moving up to get uh, Richardson or the Texans staying there to take Richardson. Just, I I didn't want to have the same thing you guys had, <laughs> yeah. you know, that you got you to gotta have a little bit, something different there. I also had the Cardinals, taking Christian Gonzalez, uh, the cornerback. But I don't think, as I said on our, our video, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be picking at three. I tend to agree. But who goes to three? If it's not the Raiders, I don't know that Detroit or Seattle's desperate enough to go to three. Maybe the Colts, just for assurance, if they like Perhaps. Could you see but Tennessee? Tennessee making a move up to go get a, a quarterback. I mean, they didn't seem enamored with Malik Willis last year. No, and there's not much reason to be either. Um, maybe they just need so much. But what? How about the Packers? If they have, if they end up having two first, if, let's say they come out of this Aaron Rodgers situation with fifteen and thirteen, plus their second round pick, could you see them come moving up to go get Anthony Richardson? Maybe they like him more than Jordan Love. Not on board with it. Okay. I, I think you, I think they do the trick like Philly and Miami have recently, where if you end up with a wealth of picks, you make sure you have two first rounders next year. And you, you're all in on Jordan Love and he sinks or swims and you have a, a balloon for him or, you know, a parachute for him if he doesn't, if he sinks. Um. So he has the car, the uh, Colts taking Richardson at four, mm-hmm. Seattle taking Jalen Carter at five. I think that's very possible. Yeah. Real it's, quick on that. Uh, okay. Carter to Seattle, to me, makes more sense than for two reasons. It, it, it was, I was actually listening to a Seattle beat reporter talk about 
how they draft and all that. And they said the one position more than any that they'll take any character risk on is defensive linemen. You know, the history shows Frank Clark, and there's a lot of them that they've drafted over the years or over the Pete Carroll era that have some sort of concern, but they're almost all defensive linemen. And yeah. Pete Carroll's old. Pete Carroll's not in the rebuilding. I mean, he's old. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he's, you know, <laughs> people don't realize he's, he's what, 72? He's well over 70. Yeah, he might he's, be 72. Yeah, older yeah. than Belichick. Yeah. Right. Like, I want to win now. Give me that guy. Um, it's six. He has the Lions taking Devin Witherspoon. You think the Lions still go cornerback after? No, everything. I don't think they do either. I mean, they've they've signed Cam Sutton. They signed uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Mm-hmm. I don't think they go cornerback anymore. I mean, they still have a Cuda. No one ever talks about him anymore. I know. Right. They've got a former first round pick there. Right. 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 I don't know who the pick would be here. Maybe I think I'd take like Tyree Wilson or just best front seven guy. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, or they, I mean, they could also go offensive tackle there. I know it's not a, it's not a need right now, mm-hmm. but you want to keep a strength to strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could take Skaronsky and put him at guard or, you know. Yeah. Uh, at seven, the Raiders then ty- take Tyree Wilson. It's a nice pair with Max Crosby. Yeah. Uh, at eight, the Falcons take Christian Gonzalez. I would think happily. At nine, Pete Skaronsky goes to the Bears. I'm cool with that. I mean, I, I for them, after signing a guard, I might rather have one of the true tackles, but Skaronsky's smart. He's from that area. He played in the area. They're going to know a ton about him. He'll play somewhere for them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. At 10, the Eagles take Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher out of Iowa. I wish I would have mocked that. As soon as I scrolled down a second ago and saw that, I thought, that's an Eagles pick. I mean, he's a traits, big power dude that they have so playing many some lines. different spots. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, he doesn't have to play every snap for them. He's still a bit of a work in progress. Learn from Brandon Graham. You know, like I could see that happening for sure at 10. At 11, the Titans take Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think, I think that's who I had. I think that's who Very I had. He would be their best receiver from day one and would certainly help no matter what. Yeah. I think it's him or an O-lineman. Yeah, I think they need playmakers or to start rebuilding that offensive line, but they, they need something on offense. They have a chance. They, they really need everything. They could be really bad next year. Yeah. At 12, the Houston Texans take Miles Murphy. Remember who their head coach is. I mean, he comes from the Niners that stress D-line play in all shapes and sizes. More than anything in the league. Yeah. And they've done some things on offense. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, they're in this for the long haul. They're, they're not, a, this is yeah. not a quick rebuild here. I mean, they signed Singletary. They signed uh, Schultz. They traded for Shaq Mason. They extended Tunsil. I know Robert Woods isn't any good, but their offense looks like an NFL offense now. Yeah. Um, at 13, the Jets take Nolan Smith. <laughs> I'm starting to really warm up to him at 17, too. I, I like Nolan Smith. I've liked him all along. I think he's a, you know, I don't care where you, you could put him on the edge. You could, whatever you want to do with him, have him play mm-hmm. off ball linebacker, just a smart football player. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's a, I don't know that he'll be there at 17. And again, ran a, what, a four, three, nine, four, three, eight, whatever it was at the, at the okay. Give me that traits guy and I'll find, I'll figure out what to do with him. Boy, I really hate this next pick. 
At 14, the Patriots take Bajon Robinson. I think Ramon J. Stevenson's a star. And they need receivers and linemen, and their roster is not very good. It's I, not very good, but Bajon Robinson would be a, a weapon for them. I mean, probably and, their best player they won. And and like like Pete Carroll, is Belichick in this for the long run? Probably not. I just think Stevenson's one of their best players already. Well, I mean, they want to run the football. And they will. Right. And they will. I uh, I don't know if that's an awful fit. I think he could go in that neighborhood, and we've all done mocks where you don't want Bijan to fall out, fall too far. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't consider it if I were the Patriots. At 15, the Packers take Paris Johnson. Yeah. I mean, that adds up. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a Packers-type pick. Yeah. Yeah, that adds up 100%. At 16, Washington takes Dalton Kincaid. First He's a weapon, man. I mean, he is a weapon. He's a good player that you can use in a lot of different ways. They'd have a really good receiving group. They would. They would. And that then leads to Steelers at 17. Broderick Jones falls to the Steelers at 17. You don't see that. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. I mean, he's a really good prospect. I'd be very happy with that. Yeah. Um, I, I think, he, you know, is he plug and play at left tackle right away? No. I, I think he would He would be in the mix. He'd be in the mix. Oh, he could. He, I'd expect him to win the job, but he he's not. He doesn't come in the league super polished. Right, right. There's, there's still some work that needs to be done there, but I think oh, apples yeah. to apples, you probably go ahead and say, hey, Broderick, you're our guy. Oh, if, yeah. not, if not from day one, then certainly early in the season, oh, he, he takes that over. Two years. Yeah. Uh, at 18, Detroit takes Kalijah Kansi, the defensive tackle from Pitt. Reading the write-up, uh, uh, he sells me on it a little bit. I mean, that's a Rams front office. Yeah. Yeah. Makes some sense. At 19. Your second two. This is the same pick that I had at 19. Yeah, I saw you do this one. Will Levis falls to Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay would would be extremely happy with that. I think Levis is the quarterback that that falls a little bit in this draft. Yeah, and um, that's that's not a bad fit uh, for Tampa Bay to uh, to get a young quarterback to take a, take a shot at him. I think they're going to be bad this year. I think they're going to be bad this year. It's a pretty good spot for him to land, too. Like, at least they have some good players. You're They've got some off. weapons. That's yeah, the one yeah, yeah. they do have. And they still have Werfs and Vita Vea and David and, you know, linebackers and receivers. So this would be a good marriage for both. I mean, if I'm the Bucks, I might even consider moving up to 12 for him or something. Yeah, maybe call the Steelers at 17. Yeah, say, right, hey, right. Let's, Because Detroit's, Detroit's sitting there. Detroit could take him at 18. Seattle could take him at 20, the next pick. Right. So if you, but if you're Tampa Bay and you want to get ahead of Detroit because hey, oh yeah, I see what Detroit saying, right? has two picks here, has two first round picks. They already filled one need in you know, earlier in the in the draft here. Uh, you know, they take a, a, a developmental quarterback to play behind Goff. Could Washington or New England take him? I don't see New England. I don't either. I think it's one more year with Mac with yeah, a real offensive coordinator. Washington's a strange situation right now. Sure. Um, they seem to like how, and they seem to be all in on how, but you know, at least that's what they're saying in terms of the Lamar Jackson stuff. Right. But are they that sold on how? 
that they would pass on, a, you know, the first round quarterback and how in the fifth round he played one game. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, DJ then has Seattle taking Jordan Addison, the wide receiver out of USC. I can see that. I mean, that's a shot in the arm adding Jalen Carter and Jordan Addison. Yeah. I mean, he's Addison is, is Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Right, right, right. Ish. <laughs> yeah. And Lockett's not going to last forever. And in the meantime, you have three really good receivers. Yeah. Uh, at 21, the Chargers take Zay Flowers. Would make some sense. Sure. I had him taking Hyatt there, which is similar type of logic. Yeah. Uh, at 22, the Ravens take Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Imagine uh, Joey Porter Sr. having to go to Ravens games and watch. <laughs> yeah. His, his Ray Lewis jersey on. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, this one a lot. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Minnesota at 23 taking Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is being slept on. Uh, I forget who I was talking to. It might have been you and Mike, actually. I think he's ended up in the first round. The I actually bu- I bumped him ahead of Levis on our last uh, rankings. I, I didn't have the stones to quite do it, but I considered it. I give you credit. Um, you know, I, I think he's, you know, Perfect. again, if you're watching the tape, not what they did at the Senior Bowl or not what they did at, you know, because obviously Hooker didn't do anything at those places because of the ACL. He throws the ball better. I mean, I, I get it. Levis, Levis can throw the ball through, through a, uh, you know, through a, a steel, a brick wall. Yeah. Hooker has more. Everyone, everyone knows what Kirk Cousins is, and Kevin O'Connell's inherited him. You know, Kevin O'Connell's a former quarterback. Wouldn't he love to spend a guy that, hey, you're not gonna be our, you don't have to be our starter this year. Right. You could be our starter next year. And think about what that team looks like if you dump Cousins' contract and, you know, you're going to give Jefferson big money, but then you go spend money galore for people around Hooker. It's totally different look. Move on yeah. from, like, Cook and Cousins and, you know, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that. Uh, 24, Jacksonville then takes Deontay Banks. Yeah, I think I think that's where I had him landing, too. Like, sure. Yeah. I think they'd be thrilled with I think I actually had him to the Ravens, but they got Joey Porter Jr. instead. Yeah, true. 25. He has Joe Tipman going to the Giants. I think that's what I had. I think he did. The interior of their O-line is a mess. They have two tackles, and they really don't have guards and centers. I, I was actually looking at their depth I, chart today. Tipman has really grown on me as this draft process has uh, gone mm-hmm. on. Um, I think he's a stud. Yeah, I think he's a good player, too. Their center is somebody right now that I've never heard of. So. Yeah. And the, and the great thing about Tipman – you could play him at center. You could play him at guard. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. If you're going to invest in Daniel Jones, give him some guys. Yeah. At 26, the Cowboys take Maisie Smith. Could be. Could be. I, I tend to think I, in our mock, they hadn't made the Brandon Cooks trade. So I had them taking Hyatt or one of the receivers, Zay Flowers, one of those dudes. But I tend to think this might be best front seven guy available. Yeah. Uh, at 27, Quentin Johnston goes to the Buffalo Bills. I would think they'd love that. That's a really nice fit, yeah. I think Gabe Davis is so overrated. Yeah, and he'd be, he would be somebody that would push Davis, um, you know. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. You stagger him and Diggs' age, too, you know. Yeah, right, right. At 28, the Bengals take Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle, out of Tennessee. That seems like another slam dunk, if possible. If yeah, if if, if that's a possibility, um, yeah, you know that yeah, that's that would make a lot of sense. Lot it's twenty nine. The Saints take Michael Mayer, the uh, tight end. 
out of Notre Dame. I haven't seen them mock to a tight end, but, but um, who is it? Juwan Jennings, Juwan John Jennings. Yeah. He's a much different type of player than Mayer. Yeah, Mayer's a complete tight end. Jennings yeah. is more of a receiving tight end. Right, right, right. Not sure. Yeah. Not awful. No, no. At 30, the Eagles take Felix and Duque Izoma. So they would have two edge rushers coming out of this. I think that's a, I know what they believe in, but that seems a little overkill. <laughs> I if mean, this guy is that special. I don't think he's that special. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to get these two last two guys into the first round because he thinks they go in the first round. Which I understand. Because he has Kansas City then taking Will McDonald. Okay. And I don't think the Steelers would be too unhappy to see those edge guys go right before their pick. No, I don't either. And I know people, when, when you know, Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan went to the Iowa State Pro Day, um, they automatically said, oh, maybe the Steelers are interested in Will McDonald. Well, these two schools have other guys. Laporta's also there. As Laporta, is yeah. Moss. We were talking, uh, this is Iowa State. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. Oh, I, I'm sorry. They went to Iowa and then they I went to Iowa State Iowa. the next day. Yeah. That could have just been travel. Hey, let's let's get, because they, they wanted to get back for the, the Ohio State Pro Day. So mm-hmm. it's not like you wanted to go to, people were, well, they didn't go to, they skipped USC on, on uh, Tuesday to go to Iowa State instead. Do you really want to go from, to, to Iowa to USC and then back to Pittsburgh to go, then go to Ohio state. I mean, I don't know if you and I have even had this conversation. No one thinks about this in the scouting world. And what you just laid out is you got to get from point a to point B in a normal amount of time. Like a big thing that I know we don't have a ton of time, but scouts come in during training camp and they spend like five days laying out their entire season's worth of travel. I'm going to go from <laughs> Michigan to Michigan state I'm going to stay at this hotel. They lay it out exactly. They they submit it to the travel group and the head of college scouting to, for approval. And they basically stick with it for six months. Like that stuff's hard. You know, you can't just on a whim go wherever you want all the time. Well, the other part of the equation is, Matt, they always have dinner with prospects the night before the workout. Right, right, right. <clears throat> so are you getting from the Iowa Pro Day? Then to the West Coast in time to have dinner with whoever, with Addison, or and then getting back. So you you know you, you got to try to build this out so you can, a you get to see the most prospects that you can, mm-hmm. but b it's got to be humanly possible to do all this. Like I don't know the proximity from Iowa to Iowa State, but if that's a car ride, as soon as pro day's over, hop in the car, let's go. You know. We'll stop yeah. and get a burger on the way, and, you know, and then drive well. back. At, you know where you're, wherever the you know the 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 jet is at. I'm sure they take uh, the Steelers' personal, you know, Art Rooney's personal jet. But yeah, you know, you're 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 doing this, um, you know, again with logistics in mind. Exactly. People don't think about that. Plus, who do you need to see at USC? Right. You think you know a little bit about Addison anyway? Probably, I would right. think so. You know, so. Right. And you've got scouts that are out there to see that. But, you know, the, the idea for Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan is, and Tomlin has talked about this in the past, and I don't know why people don't believe this, he goes to where he can get the most bang for his buck. Right, so right, right. Clemson, you're going to go to Alabama. You're going to go to Georgia. Right. This year, Iowa, Iowa's got some, you know, high-level defensive players across the board. Yeah, Iowa's got a pretty good group. It's not just Van Ness. I mean, they've got guys throughout the draft that are going to be, you know, drafted this year. Campbell, they got Moss, they got Laporta. 
Yeah, I mean the other safety. Uh, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's he's a draftable guy. I mean they they've got dudes. I bet Iowa's pro day was well attended by head coaches. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> right. and it's, you want to make sure that you get back for Ohio State today. I'm watching yeah. the NFL Network as we do this, and the, you know they're they're showing the Ohio State pro day, and they listed the names of the guys who were going to be there for the Ohio State pro day. It's not just Ohio State guys. Oh yeah, sometimes Akron dudes or whoever. You know, yeah, right. they'll bring in some other local guys. Guy who's from Columbus. Well, they're mm-hmm. going to let him work out here at the Ohio State Pro Day. Yeah, it makes sense. There's like 20 guys working out today at the Ohio State Pro Day. That's where you've got to be. Yeah, I mean, for example, the year I was with Akron, our pro day was at Kent State. I organized the whole thing, but we just joined it together, so they didn't have to drive between the two schools. You know, it just makes it easier on the scouts and maybe get a couple more sets of eyes. Yeah, I mean, if you're a kid, you want to work out at the Ohio State Pro Day. Yeah, maybe my numbers aren't quite as good as those high-level guys, but I know that all the NFL movers and shakers are going to be at Ohio State. I might, get, I might get an area scout if I'm, if I'm working out at Kent State. You know? oh, <laughs> that place is going to be really well attended. And, oh, by the way, their track's like 38 and a half feet long. Or yeah, long. it's also one of the fastest in the league. Yeah, I'm going to look right. good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wide receiver. I want to go work with C.J. Stroud, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that matters as well. Yeah, so matters. there's all kinds of stuff that that, that, that goes into these things. Uh, but uh, the the pro day circuit is definitely heating up here. And, uh, well, Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan have been uh, crisscrossing the, uh, the country, getting to as many of these things as they can. Real quick though, Dale, we're teasing people. Who are we taking at thirty-two? Oh, we got. We do have to make our pick at thirty-two. So knowing what you know, there, we, obviously the Steelers got an yeah, offensive lineman with that first pick. Um, I'm always going to push for a tight end, Musgrave, Washington. People are t- tired of Williamson saying that, but they're starting to be a run. And I would consider some corners. The corners. What, are- about, what about your fellow from Bama? Is that that easy? Well, actually, Brisset's there too. Uh, Brisset is there, so is Branch. Both of yeah. them. I think it has to be one of those two. I, I think if that if that's the, if that's the way this thing goes, and I can't believe Maisie Smith went ahead of Brisset, but mm-hmm. okay. No, he's I nosy. Mean, if that's what you're looking for, but he's nosy. But again, where's the production? Right, right, right. Um, I'm taking Brisset there. Me too. Yeah, I'm Take taking the guy. There are more. Again, it's a soft defensive tackle draft. Sure. And I think there are more defensive backs available. I take Brisset there. I do too. Imagine getting Jones and Brisset. Oh, the static. Yeah. So you've, the lines, <laughs> your lines are done. And you got, you know, now you got two guys that you can put head to head in training camp. All right. You guys go get your guys are going against each other every day. Mm-hmm. All the time. All the yeah. time. I would, uh, that, would, I would, that would be ideal. I'll, I'll take that right now in a heartbeat. Because they're also, like you said, it's a shallow D-tackle draft. Tackles are always hard to find. I can find linebackers and receivers and tight ends and corners in this draft. Yeah. I think Steeler fans will be happy with that, too, because you've used two picks on on your trenches. Yeah. Address the line of scrimmage. they got to get better in the line of scrimmage. Well, well that, that would do it. <laughs> Signing a bunch of guards and Ogan Joby and making these two picks. Wow. Yeah. Just a reminder to everybody that uh, we will be broadcasting live from uh, 9 to 12 next week. That's Eastern Standard Time. Of course, for, for us, it'll be a uh, actually from 12 to 3. What am I saying? 9 to 12 for us, 12 to 3 Eastern Time. 
Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, next week from the uh, from the NFL meetings down in Phoenix. Uh, you can also watch the broadcast on uh, the Steelers YouTube channel. Uh, that will be uh, later in the day. They'll have that up, and uh, we'll do that on Tuesday or Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcast shows, such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeart Radio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for our show today. We'll be back again on Friday. Uh, but for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.